All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Ali News Sport Podcast. That's a tongue twister. But luckily, one said I should stop saying sports podcast because it feels like it's a tongue twister. But we will continue. So, guys, welcome back to another episode of Ali News Sport Podcast. And yes, with you again is your favorite sports host, Fajesin David. And yes, our guy is back from the long hours, from the long break. And luckily, do you mind? speaking to the fans well it feels great to be back after a very long necessary break and of course it's always a privilege to talk sports so it's great a great feeling again this evening so yes guys we have a few things we need to talk about today we're going to be talking about the giant tests remember we told you they were going to have the second leg against the ui amazons that already went down we are going to give you guys all the gist how it happened and um, in retrospect, we are going to review the game also. We're also going to talk about the entire competitions that just ended. And there were a few surprises from that competition. Kunle is here to dissect everything because he knows more than I do in that aspect. And we'll talk about um, the handball, the OU handball team. They have a competition coming up in the Bado, the Southwest handball competition. So yes, the OU Raiders, the Nuga gold medalists, both male and female, are going to be um, undertaking that competition and hopefully they will come out eventual winners. So yes, there are, a lot, there are a few things we need to talk about. There are a lot of things we need to talk about. So stay with us as we dive right into it. Let's go. All right, guys, welcome back, guys. Um, Yes, we are going to be starting with the entire competitions, the entire football competitions. The male and female have, um, competitions have ended, ended um, on Thursday, and we witnessed two very interesting finals. Kule, two very interesting finals. The male final went down between Tim Town and Tim Quarters. Let's not forget Ali's prediction when he was on the show was um, Town against Fudge in the finals, but unfortunately Ali is no octopus, so. And I can understand why he messed up that prediction. And then the female final went down between Town, Tim Town also, and PG. Tim Town showed up and showed out in these competitions, both male and female. So Tim Town ended up winning the male competition, a goal to nail. And Tim Town, female, won the competition against PG, two goals to nail. So, luckily, what do you have to say about those two games? Well, right from the start of the competition, in the female category, I already predicted that it would be. A final fixture between Team Town and Team PG. Seeing that um, those two teams were like the best from the start of the competition, they were compact. They understood what they came to do, and on each game they they did what exactly they came to do. But then, um, very wonderful competition for Team PG. Most of their players probably did not understand what football is, but their coach was able to bring them together. Their coach was able to boost their morale, and they of course had a very very wonderful performance at the Inter Hall. But then when it comes to football, of course, experience counts. And Tim Town in that match showed that they were the more experienced side and they ran away winners. Well, there were there were a few hiccups here and there. There were a few complaints about the officiating. But of course, in a game of football where you do not get a goal, you cannot complain about officiating. If Tim PG had a goal or two in that match, then maybe we would have listened. But Tim Town, like I already mentioned, being the experienced side, we're able to block every 
um, every true ball. They were able to cover everywhere. They were compact. They were better in that final, and they ended up winning by two goals to nil. Wonderful performance by Tim Town, who, of course, were ruthless all through the competition. If you remember very well, there was a game where they won ten goals to nil against um, Tim alumni. alumni. Yeah. So it was expected throughout the competition that they would run away with it. Although Tim PG, Tim PG, of course showed that they did not just come to the final to play. They came to the final to win. Wonderful mentality from them. And it was a nice game of football. At the end of the day, Tim Town running away with the win there. Yeah, so I that that is that is with the female competition. And yes, there were a few surprises from that competition, luckily. <laughs> I can say that my number one player of competition is not an outfit player. Jolade, the goalkeeper for PG, she was fantastic. Mm. And then <clears throat> she won the best goalkeeper of the tournament ahead mm -hmm. of um, Joy, that's the goalkeeper for Tim Town. Yeah. Also, there were a lot of complaints because Joy didn't consider a goal through the tournament. Mm. And well, unfortunately, Jola considered just one, if I remember vividly. Oh. She considered about three. Yeah, she considered three. And But then, Honestly, well, I think well, she, well, in, the defense, in the defense of the organizers, sometimes you just need to show up in the big games to win such um, individual awards. Jola showed up very much in the final game against Team Town. She was very athletic. She was she surprised the crowd actually, and at the end of the day, she had that individual award. Well, um, in also in the defense of the organizers, the goalkeeper for Team Town had a very quiet. Very, very quiet competition. Yeah. There were no no uh, moments for her to show her brilliance if there was any brilliance on her part. So Jola, who of course faced more attacks, was was maybe lucky and brilliant enough to concede just three goals. And on the final day, like I already said, she showed up. She was she was she was she put up a very fantastic performance. I, I think we both watched that match and, and you could see her jumping and flying and diving. We were flying better than most goalkeepers I know. Um, if you ask me, Uzo had to take lessons from her from her performance that day. So of course, Ouch. it was it was it was a nice performance. And with a performance like that on a big stage, there was no reason why she she could not be announced goalkeeper of that tournament. And yes, let's not forget that the high school score of the tournament also did not come from Tim Town. It was um, Comfort from yeah. Tim Bormi. A very fantastic player. She knows how to weave her way through defenses. Of course, of course. She ended the tournament with five goals. I guess. That was that was another surprise. Seeing that um, a team that were were free scoring all through the competition could not produce the highest goal scorer of the competition. But then on the part of comfort, it was wonderful mentality. In front of the goalposts, she was not doing too much. She just wanted to score. She just wanted to hit it. And it was no surprise ending that competition with the highest goal scorer uh, medal. Well, Timoremi also performed brilliantly in the competition. Yeah. But they were unlucky against him, PG. I think that, that match ended one goal to yeah, nil. Yeah. yeah. They were unlucky in the in the match against him, PG. So um having having produced the highest goal scorer in that competition was was it's a surprise to us because Team Town seemed like they were going to produce it. But then, if with a performance like that in front of goal, there was no way she was not going to end with the highest goal scorer medal. Yeah, definitely. And let's not forget that the MVP of the tournament, well, not surprisingly, came from Team Town. Choice. Yeah. She was the MVP of the tournament. A very fantastic. They, of player. course, just had to win one in individual award, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, it, it just had to happen. Definitely, definitely. Mm. But 
but not 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 undermining Choice's performance throughout the tournament. She was yeah. fantastic for Tim Town. She was at the heart of everything going forward for Tim Town. She was she was she amazing. was brilliant. She she turned up the whole competition. She was not scared to do what she needed to do to make her team win. So yeah, that was that was well deserved. Yeah, and let's not forget she ended the tournament with four goals and and then a few assists to go with it. So yeah, so that's female female in the outcome. She was now down to the male. The final ended with Tim Town running away with that one. A goal to nail. A first half goal courtesy of um, Ife. And I remember seeing on that day that Ife scored a trademark Ife goal. Yeah. A kind of goal he scored against Akumba during the um, Prinuga. The, yeah, Prinuga, right? Yeah, yeah, during the Prinuga. And then he scored the same thing. You can say a general bend, but on the right. He, mm-hmm. On the left, he just had to just cut in, whip through a few defenders, and then found the bottom corner. A fantastic goal from Ife. Well, it was no, it was no surprise there. It was no surprise, pardon me. We, we of course in OE, you have like very quality players that can turn and twist anytime you need them to. And aside the turn and twist, the hit was perfect. The hit was perfect. Ife understand what he needs to do, how much he needs to hit it to score a goal. So yeah, it was a, it was a wonderful goal, and that ended up making Tim Town win the entire competition. But yes, um, kudos to Tim Cotters also. That game, it seemed like Tim Town were going to be running away with that game with the way they started the game. But as time went by, Tim Cotters found their feet and then they decided, they decided to put pressure on the defence, put pressure on the defence of Tim Town. There was a point in the second half where there were two goal line clearances from Tim yeah. Town. Just in one sequence of play. Yeah, they had, to, they had to put their head into it because Tim Cotters were pushing them to the edge, yeah, I remember. And then, and then a player for Tim Cotters who I think did not really show up in that game was Joseph Tretton. I think, yeah, he got injured. He got injured, mm-hmm. and then that was it for him. He, he was really, really excited for the game because before the game, he was he was so excited. He he just could not stop talking about the game, and then unfortunately for him, he got injured and then could not have an impact in that game. But kudos to Tim Town and Tim Cotters. And then we have to comment the competition, the, the competition that Tim Town had because they, they, they played five games considered just three goals or competitions, scoring about 20 goals, that's 14, 16, 17, 18 goals in competition well, in five they, days. They, they, of course, had attackers that were ready to score at any instance. Um, no surprise, a player from that team won the medal for highest goal scorer. They yeah, were ready to score at any given time. The the only points where they had issues scoring was in the semi-final and eventually in the final because um, other teams were ready to give anything. They understood that oh this is this is a knockout um, phase now and they were ready to give anything. But then they still find, found their way around it and ended up winning those two matches. So yeah, kudos to Team Town. Yeah, that is the hallmark of a fantastic team knowing how to win when it is needed. It doesn't care how you win, just win. And I think that was the mantra of their coach, Coach Aman, because yeah. in all his pre-match briefings from right from the first game of the tournament up until the final one, he was so unequivocal with his words. He just mm. wanted to win. He of said course. it straight and yeah, he fulfilled all his words. And then let's not forget that this is the second time he's winning the competition. He won the last one as coach of our Machineries. Mm. Yeah, he was the coach of Team Aou the last time. And then let's not also forget that he won that game against Team Cutters also. And then now again, he has won again with Tim Town, making them first-time winners against Tim Cutters also. I think kudos, let's shout, big shout out to Babaraban, the coach of Tim Town. And then also, I gave him a nickname that day, and I said he's the, um, the Guardiola of Intaho. 
Yeah, he's the entire specialist when mm. it comes to entire competitions on your campus. So and also he's, he's definitely the um, the nemesis of Tim Cotters. I'm sure Tim Cotters in the next one will be hoping that he's no longer in Ife. <laughs> <laughs> but by that the next the next match goes through and then the next competition, sorry. And then also let's not forget Tim Cotters. Tim Cotters were also fantastic during the tournament. They had a fantastic tournament. They scored. It's got a total of 11 goals. Mm. Yeah, 11 goals and they considered four. I think I think their semi-final is a game worthy of note. That for me was the game of the tournament. Yeah. If, if you ask me, it was a game against ETF. First half, Team Cotters were running away with it. Three goes to nail. ETF had a red card. It was it was looking like all doom for ETF. I mm. was it was looking like oh what type of semi-final is this? And then the second half, a man down, ETF came running back. They, <laughs> they scored two goals and they, they almost had they almost had an equalizer. Luckily for me, that was the game of the tournament. But for you, what 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 game was the game of the tournament for you? Well, for me, it also has to be that match between quarters and ETF. Well, in my opinion, I think um, other teams did not wake up to the fact that quarters were not so good. They from the start of the competition, everybody had it in mind that oh, this team were parading quality players. And in my opinion, in my opinion. Out of the 23 registered players, they did not have so much quality. They had a few persons who were very brilliant, but they did not have so much quality. But in a game of football where your opponents already, already were asleep, thinking that, oh, we'll get beaten because these people have quality players, then team quarters with that mentality just ended up ended up fighting their way through to the final. I remember very well in the game against um, in the game against Fudge. That, that game ended 1-1. Um, yeah, yeah, that game ended 1-1. In the game against Fudge, I think the players from Team Fudge did not wake up to the, the, to the reality of the fact that the quarters middle could be asleep sometimes. If you watch, if you watch the final game against Team Town, Team Town totally dominated that middle. They made sure that nothing went through for Team Quarters in that middle. So other teams did not realize that on time. And fortunately for Team Quarters and unfortunately for the rest, they could find their way through to the final. But then ETF, ETF, also, ETF also did not wake up to that, that fact very quickly. As, it, as at the time when they woke up to it, they already had a red card. They were one man down and it was not just happening for them. They, they were going to have an equalizer and a winner. Two goal line clearances, if I remember very well. But unfortunately, it was not it was not meant to be for them. Quarters ran away with that, but in, in they also put a good show in the final. Although they, they could not secure that middle, but they played from the flanks. And um, to to end that goal, by, to end that match, pardon me, by just one goal to nil was a brilliant a brilliant result from for them. Seeing that their main man on the flank was was pocketed the whole the whole match. Like you rightly mentioned, Joseph, it was not just happening for him in that match. It was not just happening for him. So for them to, to lose by a go to nil was fair enough. I think Tim Town also gave due respect to Tim Quarters in that final fixture. If not, we probably would have seen a massive type of result against Burnley. But then one goal, one goal in, in the final was, was fair enough. Yeah, a goal, a goal this day is enough to win a game. So bearing, if, bearing in mind you don't consider. And, Tim Town didn't concede, and then yes, that goal was enough for them to run away with it. But Oracle, I need to ask you, who was your um, surprise player of the tournament? Uh, that's a very tough one. My surprise player of the tournament, I, I can't think of any name right now. I can't think of any name right now. If you have options, maybe. If you have options, maybe. Okay, let me help you. Let me give you a few options. One, Taiwo from Timmy TF. 
Two, um, Dara from Team Cutters. Um, three, I, I would say, I would say nobody from Team Town because obviously they, they are quality players and then they showed why they were quality players, to be honest, for me. So, so they, they, come on. And then, yes, yeah, Sadiq from, from Team Fudge. So, those are my three options for you. So, pick one. Uh, well, I'm inclined to pick in, um, Sadiq from Team Fudge. Uh, of course, of course, the, the the other players you mentioned, I've watched them play other times, and I expected that they will have a superb competition, and they did. So, no surprises from 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 them. But then, for Sodik, it was it was solid all through, more than I expected. If you, in my opinion, it was it was a literal bust up in the competition, and he was not the captain of that team. But then he showed leadership abilities as much as he could. So yeah. Sodik from Team Fudge was probably my surprise player of the tournament. I I know very much his abilities, seeing that he's a player I've watched time and time again. But then he just he just was maybe on steroids in that competition, did extra. Unfortunately for his team, they had to they had to bow out of that competition in the semi-final. Well, for me, I would say my surprise player of the tournament was Dara from Team Cutters. He was the art of the midfield of Team Cutters. He everything. Everything Team Cutters wanted to do had to go through him in the midfield. Everything, even in the final, immediately he got himself into the game. Immediately he imposed himself more on the midfield of Team Town. Team Cutters started time making it in that game, and that that's just testament to how good of a player Dara is. And yes. It was my surprise player of tournament, my surprise package of tournament. Well, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, and then, yeah, the individual awards of that tournament, well, the ISO score went to Anthony Sakura of Team Town, as expected, I would say. He ended the, the tournament with five goals. And I think I think he scored five goals just because he was selfless. I yeah, think he could have scored more. He was, he was a team player all through the competition. You could see him coming as far back as deep in the middle to help his team win the ball, to help move the ball forward. And there were instances where he could just like shoot on target and get a goal, seeing that he has a very brilliant record when it comes to hitting in there. But then he laid it off most of the times for his teammates. And yeah. like their coach really said in one of the pre-match conferences, for them it was just more of team efforts rather than individual brilliance. And Aquarius showed it all through the competition. It was nice for him to eventually still end with the highest goal scorer medal. Yeah, and then <clears throat> The best goalkeeper of that tournament, unsurprisingly, went to Sheriff, the goalkeeper of Team Town, considering just three goals of the tournament. And then the highest goal scorer of that competition, Anthony Sakura, as rightly mentioned. And then the MVP, the MVP went to the captain of the OU Giants, Adiko Kitoyib. Well, I was I was surprised he was not captain in that side, but even at that, he showed what it means to be a leader. He was leading at the center. He was leading both his team and the opponents at the center. You could see sometimes he was screaming commands at his opponents. This is how you do it. This is how you not you do not do it. And after telling them that he still goes on to bust the middle. So yeah, he had a very a very wonderful competition. He showed of course what it meant to lead and he he alongside his captain led that team to victory. Yeah we have to we have to um give a big shout out to the captain of Team Town follow them. And then also the coach of the tournament, no surprise Coach Raman, the two-time winner of the entire competition. So yeah, I think I've given you guys enough of the um, the entire dose. So it's time to change the dose. It's time to switch it up and talk about something 
quite disappointing, but well, that's why we're here. We have to talk about it. So, Olakunle, before I dive into it, do you giant thesis? Before I say anything, I just want to ask, what is your honest opinion about the giant thesis? Right now. Well, since I've watched um, a few college football, female football teams play, I would say, um, in my in my opinion, the OE Giants are like a very good side. They are a quality side with players that can do wonders. But then, when it comes to playing as a team, sometimes some of these players decide to slip off. Some of these players decide to make mistakes that cost that eventually cost the team. They were, there have been instances where a few of them could just easily net and pardon me, easily score goals that would put their team in the lead and they would choose to do the more difficult thing and at the end of the day cause the team. So in my opinion, honestly, they're a very good side compared to other female football, college football teams I have seen. They're not a bad side. They just need more work to be done and eventually they would be there, be perfect. So yes, guys, this is why I've seen this. Remember we told you guys there was going to be a return leg between the Giantesses and the UI Amazons. Where well, the return leg already went down with the UI Amazons taking that one. Two goals to Neo at the home of the UI Giantesses. That was at the main bowl of the Rafa University. It was the hard watch for most of the fans, most of the students who came out to support the Giantesses. But well, the UI Amazons for me showed class over the two legs and then they showed why they were the better team over the two legs. But then, I think a main a major talking point from that game, Olakunle, was the absence of two marquee players for the OE Giantesses. They missed Zainab, a rock at the back, and Khadija, a fantastic number 10. I think it affected, it affected the dynamics of the game because he made Fiyin play centre-back. Fiyin was a right-back, play centre-back. Mm. And then the coaches had to make one or two chop, and chop, chop changes here and there, here and there, just, just to accommodate the fact that those two ladies were not available. But honestly, I would say that the U Amazons are proven to be the better team over the two legs. To be honest, let's 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 be honest here. Yeah. They were they were the better team over the two legs. They they understood what it meant. They understood how they could convert their chances. They didn't have a lot in the second leg. They had they had just two or three good chances, and they converted two of those chances. And to think that the two goals they scored were two long range strikes, two long-range strikes, I must say. They, they just knew how to hit the ball very well. And then, if you know how to hit the ball, and as long as the ball is on target, you definitely score goals. Yeah, yeah. That was the mantra of the UI Amazon. But also, for the Giantesses, Olakoli, who was your standard player of that game for the Giantesses? Well, um, it's, honestly, if you, ask, if you ask 10 persons, 9 out of 10 will tell you it was a goalkeeper, Jola. Um, I think that was our first official match for the OE Giants, yeah. and she she lived up to expectations. We were honestly, I was not expecting too much, but then she considered like very terrible goals. But it, it, it could have been three, it could have been four, it could have been five. She made wonderful saves in that same match. So yeah, she actually like stood out in that match. She actually stood out in that match. Kudos to her. Yeah, I think Jola built up on a fantastic hour competition. Because she definitely, as you, as, you, as you said earlier, she won the goalkeeper of the tournament at the Intao. And then now that translated to the match against UI Amazon. She made some fantastic games to ensure that the game ended just to go to new against the UI Amazon. But luckily, I want to ask you do you think the OE Giantesses have fitness issues? 
Well, in my honest opinion, I don't know. Except, except maybe we speak to the coaches and they they admit to the fact that they have fitness issues. But with what I saw that day, what I saw that day, I don't think they have fitness issues. I just think it was not it was not happening for them that day. These girls train around the clock. They do what's expected of them as footballers. So fitness issues. I don't I don't see where that is coming from. But then it was not just happening for them. But that day. but let's not also forget that leading up to that game. For a couple of days before that game, they had no training. They didn't train. And then the excuse was they had the entire competition. Exactly. They were they were actively playing a competition. And I don't think you'd have an issue with fitness if you are actually involved in a competition. It's almost impossible. You cannot tell me you played a final, a debut. If you say fatigue, that is understandable. But fitness issue, it is 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 not just realistic. How do you play a final today and have fitness issue the next day? Did you drink alcohol overnight? <laughs> did you did you eat so much carbohydrate overnight, or what happened? You get it's it's very possible for a team to be fitter than the other, if that's a thing. But it's very possible to for a team to have higher fitness level than the other. But say a team is not fit, a team that had about about 11, 12 of their players involved actively in a competition, a competition as serious as the Inter Hall. I don't think they had fitness issues. Well, that's that, and well. Moving forward, looking forward, going forward, we have a game against the um, the OU female team. I think that's about two weeks from now, if I am not wrong. I want to ask, what are you expecting from Giantesses? Because if you ask a few other students after those two games against the UI Amazons, I'm sure they would be like, oh, they are not really expecting much from the team. But this is the time for Giantesses to show that they are really Giantesses. So, well, they have to turn up as much as they can in that match. A, a third defeat will just make their fans, will just leave their fans um, not not expecting anything in, in, in subsequent games. So they have to turn up as much as they can. It is a must win. They have no other option. If if, if they had a, a bet platform, they would have to remove the option of draw or lose. It just has to be win. It just has to be win. Just to get their fans back on their side, they need to win that match. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then we also have to um, give big kudos to um, the organizers of these games, especially the students and director of sports for for setting up these games for Giantesses because sooner soon or later they'll be um, getting ready to play the um, INC Chunks Football League. Because now I, I just covered that it now contains the female the female football category. So if they're going to play the highest strong football league, they need to play more high-profile friendlies, which is what they are doing right now. Yeah, well, most most give um, due acknowledgement and kudos to Oluwanoni. Under his administration, um, female football has been on the rise. Uh, well, in in previous editions of the Inter Hall, there was no female football. In um, previous editions of friendlies or what have you there were no um, options for female football but to see it happening now is actually indeed a very welcome development it is it is nice i think subsequently um administrations will build on it and we'll get the best legs from everywhere possible and of course the OE giantesses will continue to remain giantesses yeah for sure for sure i want to i want to also um, give a big kudos to the coaches of the team Ari and ali they they they've been very patient with the girls. They they've been they've been because it is it is not easy handling girls to be honest who are not really professionals and I think I think they've done they've done a massive job honestly and then the next step for me for them now is going to be 
winning those games because if you remember the first the first half of the um game against the amazons the game that happened last friday the the only genesis imposed themselves on the game in the first half yeah. but they just couldn't convert their chances mm. a few of those good chances fell at the feet of of the captain of the team yeah they've had issues with conversion the captain particularly even in the um, home game the return leg she also could not convert three good first half chances so yeah they've had issues with conversion and i think that is one of their problems. And aside, aside just discussing fitness, I think what is more important is to discuss the psychological effect of losing two matches back to back. Yeah, exactly. At the end of that match, you could see some of the players dejected. Some of them went as far as crying yeah, their yeah, eyes yeah. out. Yeah. So, how do they like pick them up again and tell them, oh, you you just have to keep going? I think that that is what the team should should um, wrap their head around doing right now. Yeah, because. If you don't keep going, there's another game in two weeks. Cannot allow, cannot allow the issues that affected this one affect the next game. But for me, I think they'll be better prepared for the next game in two weeks. I think they'll be better prepared because they, they have two weeks now to prepare for that game against um, the female team of the um, Olabisiyo Banjo University, who will also be coming to Obafemiolo University. I must say, yeah. And yeah, in case you guys don't know, the date of that game is the sixth, is um, sixth May, right? 6th May 2023. Yeah, the 6th of May. Yeah, 6th of May. It's a Saturday and it's going to be an afternoon game. So mm-hmm. hopefully we'll have um, the bulk of the students on the Bafumaolo University campus come out to support the girls again. This time to a win. Hopefully to cheer, to cheer the girls to a win. Why still on female football? Last last episode we had the um, the director of sports for the um, faculty of science here. And I also must say that Salako is doing a great job to promote um, female football yeah. in the Faculty of Science. So, the Faculty of Science females will have um, a football game within themselves. It's an intra-faculty thing where um, eight, eight departments, yeah, split four into apiece, two. Yeah, yeah. To, to form two female teams to play mm. against each other. How much will be going down on the 26th of April? That should be on Wednesday. This Wednesday, yes, 26th of April. Actually, so the matches, the, the the teams are divided uh, on the Diamond Divas team because it's going to be a match between the Diamond Divas and the Amazons. So on the Diamond Divas team, isn't that ironic? <laughs> Amazons, you are Amazons. That name should be given our girls PTSD right now, but I trust them to come out of that. So on the Diamond Divas team, we have the department of MCV, yes, um, Microbiology, physics, biochemistry, and then geology. While on the Amazon's team, you have chemistry, zoology, botany, and mathematics. So, looking at these two departments, and let's also know that a few members of the school team are from MCB, as microbiology and physics. And to think that the both departments are on one team, that's diamond Well, I don't know what to expect, but I think the Diamond Divers team will be the more attack- attacking side, seeing that they have um, two attacking players of the Giants who are not scared to go forward. They have um, AY from the Department of Microbiology, and, and they, they have, have choice. Choice, yeah. Physics, so yes. it'll be an, a very interesting watch. Uh, I honestly do not know what to expect, but I'm hoping that we'll have um, wonderful football. Yeah, I'm also op- I'm also hoping that we have an interesting game on our hands. So. Yeah, that's that with female football. And then, remember we said our Giants, that is the only Giants, the male team of the Obafemi Aulo University, they um, 
uh, in the ISL, the East Coast Post League right yeah. now. And they, they are no longer bottom, thankfully. Mm. Thankfully, they are no longer bottom. Thankfully, th- th- thanks to a wonderful display against, yes, uh, against Mali MC. Yeah, we need a five-star five display. Yeah, yeah five-star display. We need that game five goes to two. So, and let's also not forget that they have an outstanding game. They win that game, they go top of the group. They go top of the league. Interesting. Yeah, it is a very, very interesting league right now where the difference between first and fifth is just two points. Well, uh, I think I think every team in that um, competition have not given respect to whoever they've played against. They've just been out to win. And it, it shows from the points difference. Everybody wants to be everybody, no matter how it happens. And yes, the Giants, having started on a very rough patch, win their next match, go top, is it's just a, a grass to grace story. But hopefully they win that match. I think the game is on um, Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. yeah. Hopefully they win that match. They win that match and go top. Yeah. Yeah. So the the league just tells us that as far as league goes, as long as this one is concerned, yeah, yeah, anybody can be beaten. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that means we have just two points and then three points between the first and then the last team on the on the on the, on the log. So the outstanding game, the the giants are going to be playing the outstanding game because the the league is on a break right now. So they will be taking advantage of that break to play the outstanding game against. PJ team, yeah. a very formidable side also. But like, do you think the Giants also can a very formidable side? Yeah, Judging by sure. their performance against Marlins, I think they've they've actually woken up. I've been to two more trainings after that, and of course the boys are in high spirits, and hopefully they get to win that match against PJ team. Like I said, a beatable side. So yes, that is the Giants, and then hopefully they will, they will um, restore our glory, and then go top of the league which yeah, we all want where yeah. we all want them to be yeah but maybe to mention that wednesday is also a, like a very busy day in sports you know you we have the female football match of the faculty of, of science happening yeah. that day we have the origins playing that day and also we have the great effect students union playing against the university of ibadan students union oh, on wow. that same day yeah um we have not received details of that match in football of course it promises to be also a very exciting fixture I want to laugh about if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> I was at the training. Man. I was at the training of the officials of the um, Great Students Union, and it was just all laughs that day. Yeah. So of course, Wednesday is a day to watch out for in sports. You know, yeah, yeah, especially football, especially football. But to to wrap up this this episode, we are going to be diving away from football. We are going to be ending the episode with Amber, with our our our. How, how would I put it now? Our readers, yes, let me just use the word. Our readers, the upper female investor readers are going to be um the upper female investor readers, yeah, are going to be partaking in, in the a competition. Yeah. yeah. In that's that's the best sports team on this campus. Definitely. The Hands down. They, they won gold in both the male and female category at the, at the last Nuga game. So yeah, the best team are performing in a competition, you know what to expect. You should expect top-notch football, top-notch handball, pardon me. <laughs> and then, and then, yes, they, they will be in a group of four because the, the Titans, as the competition is called, it will be divided into um, two groups, two groups of four. So eight teams, eight universities from the southwest region of the country are going to be um, partaking in that competition. But yes, in the group of the OAU Raiders, which is what concerns us mainly, we are going to be having the Lautech handball team, Juni Laurie Antlers, and then the OU handball team. Both teams, sorry, 
all, all four teams are going to be vying to um, qualify to the next round of that yeah, competition, yeah, yeah. which I'm tipping the OE Raiders to win because on paper they are the best team in that competition. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what to expect from any other team, obviously, but I know that the Raiders are are going to win this one comfortably. I'm very certain about that. You can hold me by my word at the end of the day. And I'm yes, certain that the Raiders will come and win. And, and yes, they are very well prepared. They are very well prepared for that competition, to be honest. Because they've been training hard and then they've been they put everything into it. So yes, that is it on today's episode, guys. That is that is that is how much we can cover on today's episode. So yeah. let's not forget we need to continue supporting the giantesses because they've been valiant all through and then yes, they've shown that if there's if anything. They are, they are seeking to show that they can come back they can come back from from <laughs> from a downfall that's that's where i put it and of course definitely they need to show us why they are chances in two weeks time of course so guys for me let me let luckily have this sign out so yes for me guys that is it thank you for for staying with us again on this wonderful episode we hope to bring more exciting content your way next week so luckily but Final words. Our, our podcast is, of course, available online. You can listen to pre- uh, previous episodes. We talk the best spots here. So, yeah, you can go online and listen. On my part, Wednesday is a day to watch out for. Very interesting day. Good reminder. And hopefully, we get to see wonderful, wonderful day of sports on that day. Bye for now. <laughs>